Good evening, everybody. Oops. As soon as I fix the mic. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we'll have two, two songs and then, uh, no, one song, I'm sorry. And then David will have announcements, two more songs, and then Jeremy will have our devotional this evening. Our first song is on the overhead only. It's 10,000 Reasons. If you would let stand for this song, please. 10,000 Reasons. Let the Lord on my seated. Good evening, church family. Hope everybody's doing well. First off, I'd like to thank the Stepping Stones uh, for a great meal. Uh, thank you for everything y'all do um, for admissions. Um, 
Also, as a reminder that February 7th, next Tuesday, for all ladies, um, there will be a ladies' movie night here at, at the building at 6.30. Um, all ladies are encouraged to attend to that. Also, February 8th is the last day for you to bring in your cards and little candies and little trinkets for the college kids uh, for Valentine's Day. The boxes are out there in the foyer table. Um, I know they would love to get something from you. Um, also, February 11th, uh, Life Group 1, um, that's not this Sunday, but next Sunday, I believe. Is that right? All right, not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday, Life Group 1, that's Rick's Life Group, will be meeting after AM worship service. Uh, taco bar is on the menu. February 12th, uh, there, there's a high school devotional, high school and middle school devotional at the Trevathan's house. Also, February 19th, the deacons meeting. So all deacons, please uh, put that in your schedules. And also uh, the sign-up sheet out in the bulletin board um, for CYC snacks. Um, and those snacks need to be in by February 22nd. Um, updates on our prayer list. Um, keep Derry, Terry Diamond's family in your prayers. He lost his brother um, Monday. Um, Passed away Monday, and the viewing is Friday at Canova. Uh, so keep Terry Diamond in your prayers as well and, uh, and uh, his family at this time. Also, Merrill continue to keep Jim Wilgus and Terry Leaf and Jennifer Baker and Amber Spitzer in your prayers as well as they go through their cancer treatments um, at this time and keep their families in their prayers as, as they help them. Also, uh, Rod Dunphy, uh, keep him in your prayers as well. Uh, he had double hernia surgery on Friday, so keep him in your prayers that he recovers soon. And also um, keep um, Andrew Sullivan as well in your prayers. Uh, he is now at home uh, with his breathing treatments and that kind of stuff, that everything goes well with him. That's all the announcements I have. Is there anything I may have missed? Let's go to God in prayer at this time. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we are so thankful and blessed to be able to be here this evening, Lord, to learn more about you, to be able to apply your word to our everyday lives, Lord. Lord, we, we pray that we take what we learn this evening, Lord, that we, are, that we take it and, and share it with our community, share it with our co-workers, share it with our friends, Lord, that, that you are the only Lord who can, who can save us, that you are there for us, Lord, that we can always reach out to you, Lord. Lord, we ask you to continue to be with our elders. Be with them, give them the strength and the wisdom and the, the encouragement they need, Lord. Let us be an encouragement to them. Let's continue to, here at Rome, evangelize to our community, Lord. Even though that, that's our theme this year, Lord, but, you know, it shouldn't be every Sunday that we talk about evangelism. It should be an everyday thing, Lord. Lord, that way we glorify you in everything that we do. Lord, we ask you to continue to be with our sick. Be with Jim and Terry and Jennifer and Amber as they deal with their cancer, Lord. Just be with them and, and heal them, Lord. Lord, we ask you this time to be with Terry Diamond and, and his family, Lord, the loss of his brother. Lord, We've had so much loss lately, Lord. Just be with all those families who've lost loved ones and be the ones who are still hurting and struggling, Lord. Lord, that you place their hand on them and give them the hope that they need, Lord. Lord, we ask you to be with Dun Rod Dunphy, Lord, that you let him 
Be with him, heal him, Lord. Also, Lord, I ask you to be with Jamie, Estes, Lord, that you be with his Crohn's disease and that he gets out of the hospital soon. Lord, we ask you to continue to be with us the rest of this week. Be with our kids. Be with, as they go to school, watch over them, keep them safe. Forgive us, Lord, when we do fall short. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Amen. Our next song this evening is Cornerstone. It's on the overhead only. Cornerstone. Our song before the lesson will be number 824, 824, I'll Fly Away. Hallelujah, my God. 
Our song of invitation this evening is number 744. What will your answer be? 744. Good evening. Even though I live in Ohio, I'm a mountaineer. I was born and I was raised in West Virginia. It's near and dear to me. It holds a special place in my heart. It's wild. It's wonderful. It's almost heaven. It's on every sign when you cross the border over into West Virginia. Wild, wonderful West Virginia. A few years ago, some moron thought it would be a good idea to take those words off because they weren't conducive to economic development. Luckily, they're back. When they did that, that hurt me a little bit. My whole life, those signs reminded me of home. West Virginia's a beautiful state, and that wild, wonderful beauty is something that needs to be seen. But not everybody sees it that way. In my job, I spend a lot of time up those creeks and hollers, down in those deep, dark valleys. I drive past the roadside dump where people just pull off and throw their trash down over the side of the hill and then go on their way. I've been by those houses where people take their trash, they sit it on the front porch or out in the yard. I've been in those houses where you have to skinny up, walk sideways just to get through the house. America has a trash problem. Manufacturers, they don't make equipment. They don't make appliances or tools to where you can repair them anymore. It's a lot cheaper just to throw them away and go buy a new one. Problem is, folks don't throw stuff away. Folks set it aside. There may be something there uh, in it or something on it, something around it that may be useful in the future. So we'll just set it here for now. As much as Americans have a trash problems, we as Christians may have a bigger trash problem. As Christians, we have quite a, quite a bit of trash in our lives that we need to get rid of. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But we don't tend to get rid of it, do we? We set it aside. We set it aside because, eh, maybe it could be useful later. Who knows, someday I may want to go back to that. We set it there and we tell ourselves, that'll be a good reminder for me not to do those things again. We don't properly deal with our spiritual trash. 
God knows how to deal with spiritual trash. He knows what to do with it. The Bible gives us at least four ways that God deals with our trash. If some of these sound familiar, it's because Steve stole them last week for his Devo. <laughs> the first way, the first thing God does with our trash, he buries it. Landfills are a popular way of getting rid of our physical trash. And it's the same way with God. He covers it up. Psalm 32.1 says, Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. God buries our trash in the waters of baptism. They're covered up. They're never to be seen again. Second thing God does, he casts our trash into the sea. It's quite a bit better regulated now, but in the past there were great amounts of trash that were loaded on barges and ships, taken out and just dumped into the ocean. The ocean floor is littered with flotsam and jetsam and all other kinds of various trash. Micah 7:19 says, "You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all of our iniquities into the depths of the sea." That's where our trash ends up when we obey the gospel. It's hurled into the sea. The third thing that God does with our trash, he sends it far away. Psalms 103.12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. How far is the east from the west? It's interesting the text doesn't say from the north to the south, because that can be measured. It is 12,000 403 miles between the North Pole and the South Pole. If you start traveling north, eventually you'll be going south. You, you can't just keep going north. But if you travel east, you'll never reach west. Unless you turn around, you will never be going west. You can go east, going, you can go and go and go, just like the Energizer Bunny. You'll never end up going west. So how far is the east from the west? It's infinite. Infinite. That's what God does with our trash. He removes our spiritual trash. The fourth thing that he does, he simply just erases it. It is no more. It ceases to be. You can erase a whiteboard, a chalkboard, and what had been written there is gone. It has ceased to be. You can wipe the hard drive on your computer. All of your documents, all of your files, they're gone. They cease to be. You remember the old cassette tapes? What happens when you put a magnet over that cassette tape? You degauss it. What was recorded on it is gone. It ceases to be. That cassette tape becomes just like you bought it home from the store. It's blank. Hebrews 8, 12 says, I will forgive their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. They're gone. They cease to be. 
That trash is gone forever. Christians have a trash problem. We hold on to things that God has forgotten. If the right situation arises, we grab our trash back up. And in doing so, we remind God of what he's already forgotten, what he's sent far away, what he's cast into the sea and buried. Do you like to be reminded of your sin? How do you think God feels when we go right back and we pick it up again? I understand it's difficult to forget the things that we've done. We'll never, excuse me, we'll never truly forget the way that God does. But we've got to find a way, we've got to find a way to cast our trash away, far away, from the east to the west, away. We can't let it drive our decisions and our actions and our future. We need to get rid of it. So how bad is your trash problem? If you've never been buried in the water, you're saving up all of those sins. You're collecting those sins. And I might say you have a serious trash problem. If you have done that, then probably your problem may be a little bit lighter. But chances are you're still holding on to something that you need to cast away. If you're struggling this evening with your spiritual trash or even just grappling with the trials of life, and we can help you in any way, please come as we stand, as we sing. Let's pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for this day. We thank you for all the blessings of life that you bestow upon us. Father, we ask that you be with those that have been mentioned, those that have looked sick, those that are having surgeries, fighting cancer, those that have lost loved ones. Father, we ask that you be with them and hold them in your hand. Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is our desire, Father. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.